Welcome back to Tea at Number Five. We are the Lit Wallflowers. I'm Wendy Wu. And I'm Tony Rose. We have a couple hive cleanups for you guys today, and then we have a lot of buzzy updates. What do you want to start with, Tony? We'll do cleanup. All right. I was hoping you would say that. Okay, so first, we want to thank our listener, Alice, who pointed out a couple things for us. The gooseberry pie that was mentioned in episode one, that's Simon's favorite, is actually a nod to book eight when Gregory, Lucy, and Upper Brook go and have a picnic, and they have gooseberry pie. pie. And um, another thing as well, too, is the hare and the hound, which we know is different from the inn that they stopped in for the Duke and I, was actually the inn that Violet and Edmund stopped in, Violet and Bloom. Yes, so, so cute. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. But we scoured all the books because Julia Quinn mentioned that Madame Delacroix was mentioned just once, ever, ever. We scoured, we scoured, and we couldn't find it. And that's because we were looking in the wrong books. (laughs) Madame Delacroix is mentioned in Because Miss Bridgerton, when she is brought to London and they were going to a ball. (laughs) And um, uh, George's mom um, brings her to the most sought-after modiste ever who that makes so much sense because i'm like she i was trying to find her i'm like everyone's saying like it's in the series i'm like no it's not (laughs) so i thought it was in one of the books that lady danbury was in yeah i'm like gosh yeah so at least the mystery solved yeah i'm happy about that because it's like in the back of your mind no for sure i was like what the frick and then when they came out when they came out with that thing that basically um, her name came about because all of them were drinking that, that sparkling drink. I was like, oh, that makes sense. But Julie Quinn herself said that Madame Delacroix was mentioned once. Yeah. So we were looking in the wrong book. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then in there she also mentioned that she wasn't sure if they were faking their French accents. So it's it's really, it's, I don't know if, Chris Mendeson like did that on purpose or whatever but I love it just the attention to detail it is just it's just so 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 phenomenal um that is a couple of our hive cleanups so thank you Alice for the first two the hare and the hound and the gooseberry pie and I just happened to start reading the Rokesby series after I spoke to Alice about what she should read next I was like you know what I should read that next. <laughs> so I dove into it's it. It's just as funny. It's great. So. It's so good. And um, and yeah, I found Madame Delacroix. Nice. <laughs> okay, I get, my mind can rest. No, for sure. It was bothering me so much. So some really awesome, awesome news. We, because <laughs> you know, we're part of it. Just kidding. Um we Bridgerton won a couple awards last week um, during for the home decor <laughs> awards and it's kind of cool um, for best floral design and it also won fan favorite too so the judges judged and, and gave it to Bridgerton and the fan favorite was also Bridgerton Ooh. judges applauded Helen Burns 
used of plump purple wisteria on the Bridgerton home and gorgeous English tea roses used in several scenes. Many also like the garden scene featuring the queen having tea with spectacular floral-inspired tablescape to join the fresh, lush flowers. So, I mean, I don't... Uh, some people were kind of like, they look so fake, but I don't know that they look fake. I think they look great. I loved it. I mean, it was... If you look at it, it's nicely escaped, but at the same time, it's wild, but it's neat in its own, like, beds and stuff. Yeah. I, it's pretty. It's yeah. gorgeous. Yes. Especially the picture that they showed for that. Yeah. For, so stunning. Yeah. For that... Um, the award yeah i didn't even know they had things like that though. me neither hello it's great it's it's so amazing and guys all i care about is winning <laughs> <laughs> just kidding um and they also won best costumes to enhance decor the set decorators achieve utter escapism in this netflix series and the costumes add to that beautifully with luxurious floral motifs feathered headpieces and contrast color schemes to distinguish the aristocratic families from the wannabes. <laughs> they have a picture of the feathering <laughs> who blend nicely in a garden, right? Yes. With their florals. Yeah. I think that's great. I because it like for Ellen, she had to she was creative for this and people don't think that that's what people wore back then. But I remember Kristen Dusen was saying that these people are, are lavish. They have money. They can do whatever they want with their money. Yeah. And and I'm glad that he sh- the the show was showing that kind of costuming yeah. instead of like just the plain linen stuff that we get from like normal like yeah. normal like from other shows that nothing wrong with. But to me, I feel like you want to see the things in a show that you see on the paintings. Yeah. Right? The grandness yes. of it. I, and you know what? There's a lot of things about fashion that we just don't really understand. I remember when Crazy Rich Asians came out and a couple people had like texted me and was like, I don't know if this sounds racist or this is wrong, if I'm offending you, but can you just, can you just be like, like, honest if I am offending you I was like what are you even talking about right now and they're like you know that that pajama thing that Peck Lynn was wearing she's like is that really fashionable I was like bitch that fucking pajama set is five thousand dollars yes it is fashionable (laughs) and I was like I was like we we take we take napping and lounging very seriously (laughs) right does it like do, do does your family like have like special like outfits for like sleep and like the silk or like like because it's so hot right so it has to be a very certain material i i know i guess what's most important um is you have your mosquito net yeah and there's no holes yes um for sleeping we just have like dusters and stuff like that but you need the matching set you can't be just right. wearing right right it's it has thin. to be matching it has, and matches and it has like it has like a very specific material to it just like <laughs> she had right because it's just very like it, it's not it's just amazing it was just so good I remember one of my co-workers was like I've been trying to find that I was like I knew it I knew you would want that <laughs> <laughs> So cool. Super, super cool. I didn't even know they had those kind of awards, but we won them, so I am here for it. 
Um, another really random big thing: um, the draft is tomorrow, the NFL draft, and they did they dead ass did a whole whistle down skit. Did you see it? No, I don't even know what that means. Like, are the characters gonna be players? No, the the. Because I have a, I know who the winner would be. Like I know who the MVP would be. Who? It would be Simon because he's athletic and he's gonna use his maths. <laughs> no, <that's-> <laughs> <laughs> he would be the MVP. <laughs> I thought about it. Like, she's so serious. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's the first thing. I'm like, I don't know how this works, but if there's gonna be an MVP, it's gonna be Simon because of his maths. So the NFL draft is. <laughs> when he's dying. <laughs> so- she's laughing because it's true. If if that's how it's going to be, he's MVP. So for those of you that don't know. I don't. (laughs) The draft happens every year in April um, where they have potential. um, Oh my gosh, I I get it now. (laughs) I'm talking about the whole... um, what is that? You're talking about the wrong end of the season. We're talking about the beginning. <laughs> You're talking about the Super Bowl. No, I'm talking about the whole, um, you know, when people... Oh, it's the award thingy? No, or they have SPs? to... What is that thing that you do where um, you you make up teams? Oh, the fucking um, fantasy football? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> it's close. It's close. It's close. But the draft is basically... There's specific team like there's just a whole process behind it. There's combine. There's like you, it's college athletes who people been watching, scouting their whole career. Some are two years, some are one year, some are four years, three years, wherever. And um, it goes. It's it's this crazy like event that. Um, the higher you're drafted, the more money you end up getting. So, and a lot of it has to do with essentially gossip and stats and things like that. So you do have to do a lot of reading. And so they did this whole skit where they're holding whistle down papers and talking because some some of these kids don't get drafted because of their attitudes and their and and their off-field antics and stuff like that. So it is very like gossipy. So they did this whole three-minute whistle-down skit, and um, the guy that usually reports like the up-to-date news, who is the the lady whistle-down of the NFL, Ian Rapport, he tweeted it, and so many people were like, um, like who's who even understands this? Who under the 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 Venn diagram of the people that watch the NFL <laughs> and Bridgerton is so there's no one in between and blah 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 just like all these kinds of crazy things, and and then when when you scroll down to the comments, people are like, uh, we are an NFL Bridgerton house, or like, <laughs> <laughs> my wife forced me to watch Bridgerton and I kind of liked it, and I am an NFL fan. We 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 you know it's like, it was just so great. I was like, how did my worlds cross? <laughs> All of a sudden, what is happening? And tomorrow is a huge day. It's just the same reason why I love 
reading books and it's you just watch these grown men's dreams come true and with all of their family and friends in support their name gets called to the podium i mean a, a, a big portion of this i'm sure is still going to be over zoom and it's going to be private and everything like that but you just watch these grown men cry because what they've been working for. working for their entire life and and sometimes they get drafted to where they're right by their home or it's their their team that they looked up to their entire life or they're just happy they even have a chance to go pro you know and it's just you just it's just so amazing and that's that's why we read we find the joy and you just it's, it's three days like thursday friday saturday and it's just it's just so amazing to watch and they have this for every sport but the nfl one is the one that a lot of people watch the most and it's so magical and it's so great and i just cannot believe they did a whole fucking whistle <laughs> it's just it's just crazy to me but you know it, there had to be that guy who was like the venn diagram of bridgerton and nfl no one's in between and i just love that what guy. rock are you i under? know i was just like what oh you're single yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my god, that was so rude. <laughs> oh my gosh. Too funny. You're a single male. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 82 million households. That's not even counting people that shared their password. The biggest show ever. You figure out what's your. There's nothing wrong with you, bro. But I was just hella laughing. <laughs> I'm such a hater. And on that same day, we... You know what, though? What I don't like about what he said, it implies that females don't watch Bridge- who watch Bridgerton don't watch NFL. It applies both things. Yeah. That if you are if you love football, you have no idea what the hell a Bridgerton is. And if you love and are obsessed with Bridgerton, then you don't watch football. Yeah. Which is not the case. You know? But, yeah. Well, I agree. And the biggest award announcement that we have gotten, I mean, all of them are big, but recently, is that Our Lady Whistledown is nominated for a BAFTA award. And if you guys don't know what that is, um, BAFTA stands for British Academy of Film and Television Arts. We are nominated for... Virgin Media must-see moment of 2020. And, of course, it is the reveal of Lady Whistledown that it is Penelope yes. Featherington. The The footage that they have up is perfect. Um, we didn't want to post it because we didn't want to get in trouble. But um, uh, Chris Van Dusen tweeted that they were vacillating over if they should do that for a very long time. Because the answer is literally Googleable. <laughs> you can Google who is Lady Whistledown and you can find out. So they had to go back and forth on that a very long time because it doesn't exactly follow the timeline of the books. Uh-huh. And so he is over the moon with the fact that they made the right decision. They made the right decision, and it's being noticed. And it was the most talked about thing. You hated it or you loved it. 
you know and even if you hated it the majority of the people were like but I trust Shonda Rhimes so <laughs> so that was a, I hate it but we're, we're, we're gonna see where this goes <laughs> um, but it, and it is it was the most talked about thing like especially if 82 million people watch the show so I love it we are especially if you don't know who Lady Whistledown is from the yeah. books because yeah. there are just film watchers and not people who read I the mean, books I mean guys there is whole ass forums out there that still have theories about why Penelope is not Lady Whistledown. <laughs> that is how much this is being talked about. So I love it. Go vote for it. I cannot figure out how to vote for it without being a UK resident. So we did put the link in our bio. So go and vote. Tony will also put it in the show notes. The voting is tied to a giveaway. And so that, I think that's why you have to be a UK resident. Um, if, so, if, if someone wants to let me borrow your address. <laughs> I'll vote every day. (laughs) But um, congratulations to the entire writing team. Penelope, she, Nicola is promoting the shit out of it. She is so excited, which I'm, we are too. We are so happy for her. I hope she gets Kim K on it. On the promotion. (laughs) Oh my God. She got UK friends. I know. I know. So it'll be, I hope she wins. Once again, very, 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 very stiff competition. I mean, we're in the same category as Yoda. We oh, made, no. We made it, guys. I know. <laughs> That's the one I'm worried about then. The Mandalorian? Yeah. Yep. So, um... As a fan of both. Yeah, for sure. But at least, for okay. Sure. That's great news for me, then. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. As a fan of both. But, um, yeah, if you are from the UK... If you have someone in the UK that that you could borrow their address and hey, tell them you can win this fabulous prize if yes. you get chosen. So um, I will vote for you. Just yeah. give me your info every day. <laughs> so um, the link is in our bio. Go vote. Go vote. Tell your friends. Tell everyone. So I don't know if you saw, um, but Avon announced that they're doing a read along for Bridgerton for mm-hmm. the first three books. Starting April. <laughs> Starting May 7th. So that'll be really fun. It'll be Mother's Day weekend. <laughs> Who doesn't want to cuddle up with Anthony? <laughs> or Benedict? <laughs> Angelique, I'm looking at you. Um, yeah, so that'll be really fun. Um, we'll put the link in our bio so that everyone can um, see where to go with that. But today, guys, Friday, April 30th, okay, wait, rewind. So yesterday, April 29th, someone was like, <clears throat> excuse me, May 14th is uh, Anthony and Kate Day. Like, can we get something for their for their anniversary, please? And Chris Van <laughs> Dusen was like, he's like, there's nothing I can show you yet, but don't worry, something's coming very soon. Yeah. And boom, the next day, I don't even know if they're illegal pictures or whatever, but the Bridgerton internet blew up. It so literally good. blew up. Twitter blew up. Instagram blew up. Facebook is, it was just crazy. We got, I want to say six pictures of what it looks like. Like it's all in the same scene. They're all at what looks like a horse race and the whole or a polo game or a polo game. I don't know why there's, there's a picture with Anthony 
sitting next to Kate and Kate has like her, her fingers in her mouth to mm-hmm. whistle all I can think about is like pretty woman and when she's like in oh. that brown dress and she's like woo woo woo, woo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can think about that's good I was just like oh my god this is amazing but yeah you see Francesca you see Eloise the family Colin Benedict um um, the red hat, Lady, Lady Danbury. Danbury. And who's sitting right next to her? Violet. Lady Bridgerton <laughs> is right there as well, too. And, yeah, it's just so glorious. It's so good. And, man, uh, we all freaked the hell out. <laughs> and you can't have Kate without Edwina right there. And who's sitting in between them? Anthony. <laughs> it's so amazing. And it's just like, um, someone was like, oh, my God, I didn't even realize Edwina's even in that that shot and I was like that's purpose right that's on purpose they just steal the scene they're the the chemistry that they have between each other and they're two very similar like minded people (laughs) that's why that's why they act the same and that's why they can't stand each other yeah the whistling thing I'm like oh that's such a Kate thing to do she doesn't care about what people think about her oh fuck I love it it's so good (laughs) And I, let me tell you, Colin be looking hella fine. <laughs> oh my god, he got his facial hair. Our dream came true. He had this photo shoot earlier this year, and he was all scruffalicious out. And I was like, I hope this is what he looks like when he returns from Greece. And it is. He has facial mm-hmm. hair. He looks scruffy. He looks older. Angelique, the lovely bibliophile, she was like, "Oh, that's very Greek." Yes, with his scruff. Oh god, I'm gagging. I was just like. This is amazing. <laughs> Some of the pictures are pretty blurry, so I think it, these are very illegal. But I don't care. I don't. I, all we know is it's a confirmation that they're filming, even though Lady Danbury herself went on the news press and said that she yes. was. We but need visual confirmation. Scene? How <laughs> good, good is that? Already a change. And all these actors are so sly because um, the actress that plays Edwina, she's still posting pictures of, like, her taking, like, strolls. And, like, (laughs) the guy who plays Will Mondrick is, like, exercising every day. You know, like, like nothing's happening. Like, we're not filming. Don't worry about us. (laughs) Fuckers. (laughs) But, um... I think the first thing I did when I saw Anthony and Kate sitting... Or by each other I'm like is there a wedding ring but oh. but she was wearing her gloves so and then there's one picture where she's not wearing her glove but I'm like okay the bump I thought I saw underneath the glove was nothing no so this was before yeah Edwina's sitting on the other side of Anthony there's no way you never know. but the cause there's other people around but we can't tell cause it's kind of blurry People are wondering who's sitting next to Kate mm-hmm. if it's Jack. I saw that. Somebody put, like, the names of the characters yeah. on the picture. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Okay. I was, I'll be honest. I was not concerned. Okay. <laughs> I am very concerned, obviously, because it's Jack Furling. And, <laughs> and Francesca is there. Yes! Francesca is there, and he looks really young. He looks super young because he's like a forty-something-year-old actor, so like he looks really young. Makeup magic? No, I just shaved, just like clean faced, like just super. So if that is even Jack John, John Jack, (laughs) Furling. 
<laughs> but I love that and I love that Francesca's out I love that Francesca's yes. there the whole time so guys just remember that this originally was only supposed to be three books um if it was up to the publishers and her agent it would have only been the Duke and I and the Viscount who loved me that would have been it because everyone was doing trilogies, everyone was doing three books, and her publisher was like, no, we're going to be different, and we're only going to do two. And <laughs> Julia, Yeah, Julia Quinn was like, no, but I have three stories. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, it wasn't until she renewed her contract that they were like, you can only sign this if you agree to write all the other Bridgertons. Yeah. So that's why... The infamous Paul Mall scene. There is no Eloise. There is no Francesca. There's no character development for them, for one, two, or three, essentially, because they there wasn't supposed to be a story for them. Mm-hmm. So just kind of remember that. And so I love that the show, Chris Van Dusen, his writing team, Shauna Land, everyone is like filling in the blanks. <laughs> Hell yeah, Francesca was right up in there. Hell yes, Eloise is sitting right next to Benedict. <laughs> I love it so freaking much. But if that is Jack John, um, <laughs> Jack John. He's, he's, Francesca's there. And it kind of supports our theory that Francesca and Eloise are going to come out at the same, same time. time. Yeah. Eloise on the year she should be debuting, well, a year later, and then Francesca a year early because she wants to be out already. I like that. You get two sets of sisters supporting each other throughout the season. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah it's <sighs> gonna be so good. Oh, and there was like a there was like a chick on the side. They're like Cressida. I was like, she looks too kind. I know, <laughs> but maybe it is. <laughs> I don't know. I think as a fandom, we collectively <laughs> just shit our pants. Yeah, we did collectively at the same time. <laughs> And there's a big old pile all yeah. around the road. Bridgerton bee poop everywhere. <laughs> it's a hive now. Yeah, it's a little dead ass. They built a honeycomb out of it. <laughs> so I'm. I love it. <laughs> Me too. It's Just a couple of pictures. So and we all go crazy. I know. It's fine. It's so good. <sighs> so we recorded this episode in two parts. Just in case something else came up. And it fucking did. <laughs> it did. I'm so glad we waited. Holy shit. Because I would have been like, oh, sorry. We're, we're, we're recording. We're going to insert in a, a piece. <laughs> but what did you guys think of the pictures? What did you guys think of the hats? The fashion? How beautiful Kate and Edwina look. How they're playing their role. Already, just in that photo that we posted. Literally is... is how they are described in the the books books. yeah so it it it, it's just so good and the queen of the ton lady danbury is right there as well too is with her family awesome her new family i I was trying to look for mary but i Mm. but maybe mary asked lady danbury to help her Maybe. So I think they said that Mary was a close friend to Queen Charlotte. So if they're all part of like the inner circle, that would be super cool. Oh, and that could be like the chaperones for the Sharmas because then the mom was the scandal. Right. So. Right. Like Lady Danbury is taking her yeah. them under her wing. wing. And she's a sponsor. She's sponsoring them. 
Yes. Oh, that's so lovely. I, I like love it. that so much. And then Jack John is there. <laughs> 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 I, and and so many fans are just so freaking happy. Francesca's right up in that mix. Yeah. She's sitting a little calm, which is her personality, mm-hmm. but I love it. Where Eloise looks like she's about to jump out of the the whatever they're sitting on, and it looks like they gave her space so she could like wave her arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she's sitting right in between Colin and Benedict, <laughs> and Colin's looking scruffy and mighty fine, more mature. Someone had commented like, "Where's but where's Pen- Penelope?" I'm like, "She ain't far." If the Britons are there, she ain't far. If Col- if Daddy Colin is there, <laughs> looking hella fine in his scruff, she ain't far. She's the one taking pictures. She the one who who Lady Whistle downed it. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm dying right now. It's so good, but we can't wait to see what Chris Van Dusen has in store for us. We can't wait for first looks. We can't wait for anything. But, but it's but, always so good. I know. No matter how small. It is. It's always so good. So, there's a huge rumor. This is the last thing we're going to say before we sign off. Um, rumor has it. Rumor. It's buzzing around town. <laughs> bzz, bzz, is they already have release dates for season three and season four. <gasps> Whoa. So, it's going to be Christmas. They said holiday 2022 and holiday 2023. So, do you think... We are going to get two seasons in one year, or they're going to rush this and finish by Christmas. Because the last one, they finished filming by July, and they came out on Christmas. Ah, I see. But also, though, they filmed for six months before. They filmed for a long time. I think we're going to get two releases in one year, only because they're doing it at the same time. Maybe, yeah. So, which is fine, Um, Or they're going to fucking, they're going to shock us again and be like, Christmas. I would love that. Die. Um, Stick to tradition. Yeah. (laughs) We have traditions after all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Whatever, whatever they want. I don't care. Because you, they already told us we're getting three and four. I know. But apparently those dates are already confirmed of when it's coming out. Well, that makes sense, though. But, you know, nothing is confirmed until it's confirmed, right? Nothing yeah. is confirmed until it comes out of Shauna Landon's face. Because, I mean, all of us were real skeptical when we were, when they were like, Bridgerton's coming out this year. We're like, it's October. When? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> and then and then they were like, Christmas! Oh, as close to the end of the year <laughs> as humanly possible. Got it. But I'm, I'm prepared this time. I'm ready to binge all nine episodes at one time. Now to. that we know that it's at 10 o'clock at night, I will yeah. sleep all day. <laughs> I will sleep all day, and then we can watch it together. That's going to be amazing. Because it was hard. It was a little bit hard to stop in the first it was, place. But it was already 3 a.m. And it was Christmas after all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, guys. If you're not following us, please follow us on Bridgerton2000 on Instagram. Twitter and Facebook. If you'd like to email us, email us at bridgerton2000 at gmail.com. I've been super swamped with work. 
I saw that there's at least a couple emails that I do need to respond to. Tony needs to respond to. But um, we're busy this week. Sorry. We'll get to it as soon as we can. And um, we love you guys. Thanks for writing to us. Thanks for reaching out to us. Tell us. Let us know what you're thinking, what you're feeling. Um, Yeah. The collective, like... like, Gas. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, all the oxygen was saved for all the Bridgerton fans (laughs) (laughs) so um, we love you guys we hope we get more and more and more and more we're excited to see what Chris Van Dusen has in store for us so all the voting for the MTV Movie Awards has closed we will find out if we won on May 16th best of wishes to them and we will all be maybe that's when they're gonna do something cause that's Kate and Anthony's weekend Oh, they're gonna give us a sneak peek. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm fucking dying right now. I gotta go. Are they gonna give us Newton? Hyperventilating, <laughs> <laughs> guys. What if we get a sneak peek? Because that's what they do at the MTV Awards. They give you special sneak mm-hmm. peeks. Oh my god, and it's Kate and Anthony's weekend. Their anniversary. Okay, we gotta go. All right. We love you guys. Oh, my God. Panicking. Bye. Thank you. Bye.